Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope you are doing very, very well. Well, we know you are doing well because by the time you are seeing this, you already know that Roma uh, have won. Uh, Andy and myself, we are recording this just after. Uh, but before we get into all of the madness that took place on Sunday afternoon, a very quick thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Joe Stark, and of course to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this possible. If you would like to join the patron group chat that divulged into a full debate as to whether or not Jose Mourinho needs to go right before the goal of Stefan El Sharawi on Sunday, you can go to patreon.com slash Roma Press. And another reminder, video edition of the podcast, youtube.com slash at ISRoma Press. If you could also subscribe, like all of that good stuff that you get bombarded with each time you watch a YouTube video, we would appreciate it. And we greatly, greatly appreciate all of the support that we've received uh, since we have started making the uh, the video edition of the podcast. It is greatly, greatly appreciated so, so much. So thank you to everyone. Oof. Okay, Andy. Well, yeah, typical Sunday evening. Right, Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon. I am not a fan of this this time. I hate the early afternoon matches. Um, you correctly pointed out that Roma always seems to struggle in this in this time slot, which is correct, by the way. It, every team, I think that that we that hadn't played yet. We, had, we hadn't played at this time uh, since, for two years. So this is the first time in two years that we play so early on. And that, I think the, the most, right, yeah. the most, uh, the most uh, memorable matches at this time of day were usually losses. Like I think uh, the one against Venezia, which stands out the most, was at yeah. this time around. So not good. Was that the, that the that was the one in Venezia, if I recall? In Venezia, correctly. yes, yeah. in Venezia, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that one was a memorable one. Uh, That's no surprise to me. I I mean, Roma in this time slot always seem to have a difficult time, as do most most teams. I hate it. I I hate this time slot. It is not a natural time uh, to play football. I, I don't know about you, but it's difficult for me to get pumped up, I guess is the right word. For such an early kickoff time, I I can't stand it. And again, I I forget when all of these different time zones uh, where they are at. But I I always think of our wonderful friends in Australia because in the group chat for Patreon, I mean, the most bizarre times that the the human body should not be up and awake. They they message with uh, you know looking for updates, and I think to myself, okay, well. At least they can get a decent uh, a, a decent time to be awake and watch a match. But even then, this one today, or I should say today, by the time everyone watches this, it, it will be the day after. But this one was, it, it went according to how I envisioned it, okay? So I knew this was not going to be a straightforward one. I anticipated it to be more of a scrappy, ugly kind of game. It, we also had, of course, it happens after uh, we record Papu Gomez. And of course, it happens after I had made uh, the thumbnails 
and and everything else. We find we find out our good friend, the uh, the, the 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 Danish Walter White. Apparently, oh well, hold on, just to cover myself and us legally. It happened to Papu Gomez where he was caught for doping during his time at Sevilla. So let anything I say against Jan's Bangs ball is purely out of a, a, a comedic place. I am in no way mac- making accusations. I've never done that to Jan's. So I am just saying that there is an obvious connection there. Uh, of course, after you and I record, we find out that uh, some sort of potion, whether or not it was made in... Uh, by the hands of our Danish uh, professor, uh, he tested positive for. His explanation may have been even significantly more fantastic than the actual offense itself, where he says he took by mistake one of uh, his children's uh, cough syrup. Now, I'm not doubting it was a syrup, but I, I have a strong inclination and belief it was not for children. But having said that, I mean, the fact that it happened uh, right after you and I record was too on the nose. Uh, so they lose Papa Gomez. You have uh, you lose the possible purge of uh, Caprari, who a few weeks or a month ago now goes out with the torn ACL. And you have Monza. And admittedly, I did not know this. Of all the big five European leagues to date, they had the longest time spent without having conceded a goal coming into this one. I did not know that. Did you know that? I had no idea. You would not have known that. And by the way, for the people giving us a problem about uh, putting Papu Gomez on the thumbnail, you tell me one player on Monza who you can look at and recognize by name just by looking at their face. If you you aren't Italian, I have a difficult time believing that most people would be able to recognize, I don't know, Pessina? I mean, come on. No. Calderola? I mean, that bald guy? No. Be serious. But I wasn't expecting anything easy. I, I, I thought today would be one of those matches where it would be a 1-0, to zero, a 2-1. to one, Some sort of... I can't say shithousery because of the goal of El, El Shadawi. I mean... It, does he not have a knack for that, by the way? Just as an aside, I keep going off on all these side streets. Was that not uh, the Sassuolo 2.0 of him? Remember yeah. that when he got the one at the end? I said it. He's a super sub. He's not a starter. He's a super he sub. He's the guy that you bring on when the opponent is tired. You want to have somebody with pace, with energy, who has the technical ability to exactly get a shot off like that one. Or like the one against uh, Sassuolo, remember in Mourinho's first season, where Roma yes. must win. It was it was a, a thriller, a, a late thriller, and uh, th- that goal was pure class. El Sharawi has a history of it, even against uh, what was it against Napoli? Uh, the Napoli, equalizer, yes, the equalizer, or was it? Yes, it was an equalizer. Anyway, yeah, it was. The they man, the that. man is right. made for that. I don't know how. You know how complicated it is to see that El Shirawi doesn't have the goods to be a starter. He never was a, cer- a certified starter. The only time he was a certified starter for us was in 2018-19, which was arguably one of our worst seasons. And uh, and and he was there, the leading goal scorer, which told you all, all you needed to know about that team. But the El Shirawi <laughs> that we have now, it's it's 
clear and simple. He's a super sub. He's the guy you bring off the bench to make a difference. And thank God he made the difference today. He is, as I say, you know, there are, for every team, this is the case, but but you have certain individuals who are only capable of doing very, like, specific things, very specific things. That kind of goal, you aren't going to see it from Lukaku. You aren't going to see that from uh, Belotti. I mean, those, that was the most, I hate to say, typical because it's not a typical goal but when it comes from El Shirawi it, it, it seems like so secondary to him you know uh, almost like it's natural for him to score like that I, just go down the history of uh, the history of El Shirawi I, I mean even um, the one I always harken back to just because it, it, it was uh, El Shirawi when his powers were at their peak so to speak Chelsea did he have a typical goal in that match? I mean, he he scores in like 30 seconds that one wonder where, goal. Wonder goal. One first touch. Yeah. First touch. Where he with, I, with I mean that's outside of his boot. Outside of his boot. Yeah, the outside of the boot. But but it wasn't the the typical outside of the boot. Nobody where else nice... scores that goal. Nobody yeah. else. No. No, and, you know, it wasn't even the typical outside of the boot shot where, you know, maybe it has a nice little curve on it. I mean, that thing was a a, 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 a rocket launched from his foot. The guy just scores goals that that you you say to yourself, like, man, it, it, you, you, know, you know, you won't do a tap in, but, but you'll do that. It, it's amazing to me. As you said, El Shadawi right now, maybe not five years ago, but but this is his role. This is who he is. This is where he thrives. I think the second he decided to leave to go to the Chinese um, Chinese Super League, he went from being, you know, having to play 90 minutes start every single match. Um, something happened He's, over He there. was our captain that. in the final games of 2018-2019, yes. which was his best season statistically at Roma and probably yes. one of our worst. He was the captain, and he abandoned that to go and and, uh, and join uh, China. And yeah, after yeah, a year and a half, what was it, a year and a half, he comes back and um, and becomes the super sub that he was always meant to be. That's a perfect way to put it. And the thing too, and you you said it perfectly, the way the way he plays with that energy like that, that is not sustainable over 90 minutes. Um, but when he can come on like this, when you are begging for a goal, and again, the way he scores, nobody else in Roma can do that. Nobody can score... That goal, those goals against Chelsea, the goal against Sassuolo, there is just something about them as, you know, they are wonder goals. Lukaku, Dybala, they have wonder goals, but El Shirawi's wonder goals, like, I don't know how to describe him, but it's just one of those things. You know it when you see it. I don't know how to describe it. I, I, I can't. I think of a way to label it, but it, it it is his signature. That is his signature. And there is something to be said, too, the timing of these things, man. I, I mean, the way he does this at the end of matches is, I mean, it, it's something to behold because it. you would think that 
just by pure maths that you know somebody can do that in their career a couple of times but he does this at least once or twice each season for Roma where he pulls one out of his backside and something that goes from a single point and a draw goes to a victory and it changes the entire that's a funny thing about football just one action one second it, it, it can change the complexity the outlook the mentality the feelings everything just at the snap of a finger. I have to admit, if Roma would have drawn this, even though, again, Monza, I think they are very effective for the way they play. I mean, it's not pretty. They are not going to break you down like a pep team. Yeah, They are going to make you pay for it. They are scrappy. There is something to be said that if they didn't win this, I'm not going to say it would have been a disaster to draw, but man, when you see Inter win, you see Napoli win, you see Lazio win coming into this, and you are in the position where, okay, we, we have to win. And that is what you and I said coming into this. Even though I'm saying now I would have, it wouldn't have been a disaster had they drawn, you and I both said they needed to win. So uh, maybe not a disaster, but it certainly would have been bad. It certainly would have been bad, particularly given that. Uh, you have Europe this week, and then you have to play Inter. So going into that with a draw, would I mean, that home to Monza would have been a kick to the testicle. So, I mean, the fact that they were able to get the victory. And again, I, when it comes to victories, when it comes to wins, I am very clear on this. I don't care if it's one to nothing, six to nothing, seven to nothing, two to one, three to two, uh, ten to nine. There are no asterisks in the table. You do not get extra points for style, uh, for ease of win, uh, for, for when you secure the victory. A win is a win is a win is a win. They are all worth the same. So I didn't care how they won this. They needed to do it. And I'm not going to say another disaster avoided because I think that may have that might be too much hyperbole, but I do think you really alter the way you feel coming into uh, Europe. And, and again, this match against Inter, because nobody is expecting Roma to win that. Let's be very clear. Uh, Roma, they go to Milano as underdogs. And, you know, any sort of result would be fantastic. So if you were to go into that with anything other than a victory, I, I, I think morale, I think everything... Uh, you know, another week of the shit of, uh, is it going? Is he staying? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Simply by way of that, having to avoid that and sort of uh, you're in the car and you evade the collision coming on. I I think that's fantastic. So I'm not going to sit here and break down extensively, you know, oh, the XG uh, in the 85th minute was 1.5. They should have, uh, they should have had the goal. I just they won. Okay. Let's breathe and move on move on. I, I I can't get too far into the particulars on this one, but maybe you feel differently. It's uh, it's only normal to 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 feel both ways about a game like this where it's really close, it's really close, and the team are clearly having a, a difficult time. Um you you had I mean you had Evan Bika leave with a with a, with an injury. You had uh, uh, Sardar Azmoun also get knocked out, and uh, that 
goalpost. I mean, it was, you know, you, you went crazy. It was the typical uh, game that will leave a bitter taste in your mouth. Uh, Whereas Moon Man, he was celebrating. He, yeah, he, he was yeah. ready to yeah, he was ready to shirt go crazy. off and go under the curva. He was ready to to buy three horses tonight, and uh, and and instead nothing, you know. And so, <laughs> and so, it was the classic game that where you get really hyped up and then you get really frustrated. And so, I can understand, you know, reactions on both on both extremes. Uh, yes. In the end, we were rewarded with. A classic, also very classic Roma scenario, because also how many times have we seen this same thing happen over and over again? You know, when when Roma, they almost they don't give you hope. They basically deprive you of any happiness along for 90 minutes straight. Um, you witness fouls, you witness red cards, you witness penalties not being given to you, you witness goalposts, whatever. And then finally, out of his backside, uh, El Shirawi produces that. And yes. we needed it. You know, you need this badly. You need, you need those things. I think a win like this is much better that it happens now than if it were to happen after a negative stretch of results. Like this reaffirms your belief in yourself that even when you have a hard time, you can still win because you have the quality to do it because you have players who have the technical ability like Al Sharawi to make a difference at that moment in time. So yes. that's for me, that's why it matters so much even to get a 1-0 win out of this. I know people, some people don't like it. People don't like it. People had issue with how the team was going. I think a lot of us were were presented with that scenario where, Lukaku and and Belotti doesn't work because you need you need at least or doesn't work at all times because you need somebody that is creative that is able to drive the ball forward but at the end of the day there is a positive to to this kind of performance because it shows you that even when you struggle even when you have a hard time you still got the heart you still got the skills you still have the quality to make a difference and pull off a win. And that, you know, that cannot be said about all teams in Serie A. Um, that can only be said about certain teams that can compete for certain objectives and Roma must consider themselves in that conversation. Uh, absolutely. I, I, uh, I don't think that in this case, you know, you just mentioned some of the, 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 the tactical or the technical struggles that they had, and for me, it just seemed like one of those uh, one of those afternoons where I, I just think that it was that that final thing that was missing. They didn't have the last; they they were missing that the last step. I mean, it seemed like uh, Asmun Lukaku that in and of itself in the final ten minutes that should have been enough to secure a victory on its own. Before that, I mean, that first half, in my opinion, was a black hole of blah, uh, very, very little. Obviously, when when you have D'Ambrosio uh, go off at the end like that, that obviously changes things, playing a man up. Uh, I have to tell you, even when Roma, for the first 20 to 30 minutes in the second half, 
Monza man on those counterattacks. They had two, two or three that were. I, 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 I mean, uh, Rui Patricio of a few weeks ago. I don't know if he even saves those. Uh, yeah, uh, some I people mean, now are saying Rui Patricio man of the match. So, <laughs> is that that bad of a shout? I'm... I, I, I know it's just funny. I just like to to see these uh, exactly these the you know the the consensus swing from one end of uh, end of the spectrum to the other. Yeah, I listen. I, he hasn't been he hasn't been good uh, in the early go. He was terrible last season. He made two good saves today, and the one of who had who had the one where he had to they curled it and it looked like it missed by just uh, centimeters away. I forget who it was because they had a couple of good counterattacks. But anyway. It seemed like Ponzo were going to get a goal. I I have to be honest. On one of those counterattacks, I expected them to score, and that that would have been about as typical Roma as you could have ever seen. Being up a man, being at home, it just I was in a way I was expecting it because again we are so jaded by life from having done this with this team for so long. I was expecting the worst, but the fact that that didn't happen, I suppose, in and of itself is a miracle. But they were just missing something. But on top of that, beyond, you know, beyond the fact that they got some things wrong, they were missing the final step. Is anybody on? I mean, I have the zone on right now. So far, I haven't seen anybody say that Roma weren't deserved winners. I, I would say they, des- they deserve to win. They had, I didn't see what the XG ended up at. But again, before they even had the goal, it was 1.5. The thing that you said about Belotti, Lukaku, is that something you think, or is that something that people I mean, are saying? I think that, that's what uh, that's what Mourinho just said. Uh, okay. Mourinho just said that we we it's you know we can say that uh, we are in a better position without Dybala and Pellegrini compared to last season, but when they're not on the pitch, we lack creativity because Hussein Mouar doesn't do the same things as those two players. So. Even when Belotti and Lukaku are feeling it, they still need someone to drive the action forward and help them along and create chances for them to score. Because otherwise, you are bound to hit the wall from time to time. And that is what happened today. Today, you are facing uh, a team like Monza that has conceded very little so far this season. A team that is very well uh, organized defensively. And... uh, and you had an issue, and you had an issue, and you seemed to be unable to resolve it. And and thank God we had that exactly that burst of quality, you know, that uh, that really just an individual act of brilliance in Al Sharawi, which is needed. A lot of teams that want to compete for certain objectives can, in fact, rely on those things. When a match doesn't go your way, you still have an ace up your sleeve in the form of a player who can make a difference with just one shot, you know? And uh, and this time was bound to be uh, El Shraoui. We've we seen, we seen him do it in the past. The thing that today stood out to Mourinho is, in fact, the, you know, he sort of tried to squash the belief that, hey, Roma are all fine and dandy without Dybala and Pellegrini. Um, I can understand it from his perspective. I still think that it is the way to go to keep playing Belotti and Lukaku together. 
but it's it's evident that you know this team has is still yet to play at a hundred percent. We still haven't seen yeah. this team play with all its best players on the pitch. So will that happen? I really don't know, but I think that's all. That's what we're waiting for. That's what definitely Mourinho is waiting for. He knows it. He knows that he's missing the likes of Renato Sanchez, Pellegrini, Dybala, uh, Chris Smalling. He knows it. We'll see now what happens with Evandika. He reported, you know, he had, oh. uh, he had that foot injury, some uh, strong contusion to to the foot. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. But the point is, you know, you have the resources. Now you have the depth. And let us not forget exactly that there is quality. I know people, you know, people are very open to, to criticizing, very quick to criticize. But the truth is that, like it or not, there is quality. Like a player like El Shrawi, exactly. He doesn't have it in him to be a consistent starter, but he does have the quality to be a difference maker in the second half. And a lot of other players within this squad have similar tendencies. They're not, you know, they're not Scudetto contenders. They don't have the quality to be called that. But they have the quality to win these games. These games that are gritty, that are difficult, that are tough, that then give you nightmares if you if you drop points. But they're but they are in it, you know. And uh, I think Roma. That's the most important thing. Roma, even in a game where they clearly struggled and they clearly suffered injuries and uh, fatigue, a lot of players who played during the international du- duty did not look too good. They still were in it. They never left the pitch. So that's, to me, the main takeaway is that this team could have completely vanished from the pitch because it's very easy to do so when Monza puts you in a in a vice like that. But uh, but today, Roma were... What they did well, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a match that saw us make a lot of mistakes, what they did well was stay with it and uh, and not let up. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, and on top of that, too, before I go under the knife tomorrow, after uh, one of one of my 23 children decided to uh, uh, slam my hand uh, into a car door, so I have to get it operated on tomorrow. So before I am uh, doused and injected with uh, 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 substances to make me unaware of my surroundings, um, I was glad that it was El Shadawi of all people, to uh, to secure the victory. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> oh gosh, between that and Bangsball, man. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so you kind of just outlined it there. Um, the way they got it doesn't matter to me. It was just the fact that they got to that victory. And on top of it, too, we said it in the previous episode. This is you you said early on look look at how favorable that calendar is in the first month to two months you can't get it wrong well now is the place in the calendar where it's not only going to be more difficult but again i will repeat myself you force yourself to make up for your early mistakes so now we have uh roma in the europa league against slavia praha then they go away to inter then they are home to lecce then away to Slavia Praha, then the Derby, then home to Udinese, and then it is Servette away 
away to Sassuolo, and then home to Fiorentina. That is our next month and a half. So this is the part. The this first, is yeah, stretch. this is the first. This is the this first is difficult stretch of the season. Yes. We know that then it gets even more difficult in December. But this is the this is the first instance where Roma will will have to uh, show what they're made of because uh, I I think we can all agree that this uh, this initial part of the season with what we just witnessed this for these first six weeks seven weeks or so of the season were just a warm up and they should have you know Roma should have done much better in order to get to this difficult stretch. In, in better form, like they get here, you know, they get to the Slavia Praha game in good form. They get to the Inter match in good form. They have four victories in a row. That is important, but it should have been much more than that. It should have been, uh, we should have seen a team score with the same ease in the previous games, maintain that same defensive solidity in the previous games, be... The, as composed as they've been recently, as sharp and focused as they've been recently. Now, as you say, they will have to make up for it because it doesn't get any easier than that. After that, you have a, another international break. And after that international break, you got a, a hellish schedule where you face, I think, uh, Atalanta, Juve, Napoli, all yes. in basically in the, in, the, in the very, very close, tight uh, time span. So I wouldn't say that's, uh, you know, we love to throw that phrase out, make or break. But what what this is, this is your first major exam. This is your first important exam of the season. Uh, the, 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 the games that we've seen so far were good little side tests, side notes that you, you, you did in your free time, you know, before the big test. Um, and, uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be relentless because let's face it, you know, you'll have more injuries, you'll have more situations where you have to grind out a win. And those qualities, Roma must be able to get them out because they're there, you know. It's it's just a matter of extracting them. Like it's a matter of Al Sharawi believing in that shot, taking that shot, taking that responsibility that goes along with it, and scoring that. And too many times we've seen Roma shy away from those moments. I hope that is the takeaway for the team. As I said, yes. that was the takeaway for me. I hope that is the takeaway for the team as well, is that no matter how much you struggle, no matter how badly you perform in a game, overall, in its whole complexity, individually, on, on a singular basis, based on the players that you have at your disposal, you still have the quality to make a difference. So you don't have part-time fishermen and electricians. You have professional footballers. Most of them have good pedigree. They have good careers behind them. They got quality and skill and technical ability that a lot of other teams don't have. So it's very important not to forget about it because then when you face those big sides, those big teams, that inferiority complex that always plagues Roma, always, always, always kicks in and it's very easy to forget. And all of a sudden you feel like, oh, you're the inferior cousin to Inter. No, this is a team that you competed against not so long ago. And yet now you approach it from a different perspective. No, the, the, the important thing is 
I got the quality, I have the goods, I can make a difference. No matter what I believe in, what situation we're in, what kind of performance we've put in so far, we're, we were crap. Okay, who gives a shit? Now we're going to score and we're going to win. Like that's, that's the only thing that matters at the end of the day. It's very easy to, to throw it out there, you know, three points, but it's that. It's three points. That's what matters. So tonight, uh, today rather, we, we could have walked out of the stadium deflated because of a draw, because of a loss. Instead, we, we, we leave pumped up because we saw a really thrilling, emotional final minutes of the match where Roma believed in themselves. They didn't let the opponent run run around them and and uh, and in circles and um and uh, and embarrass them in front of their home crowd. No, they fought till the very end. They suffered some injuries, but they fought and they believed in it. That goal is not only El Sharawi's individual brilliance, is the team's spirit and belief to get a result at all costs. And that is what has to be the norm going forward. I couldn't agree with you more. I, that, for me, that is the most important in all of this. You mentioned the inferiority complex, and that is something I, I just, I mentioned it down here a lot. There's certain things that I talk about and repeat myself, and I sound like a broken record often, but it, it, it's the same things that plague Roma season after season after season. And until they rid themselves of those uh, those certain characteristics, they are something that still need to be considered. And as you just said, too, you know, going into this match now against Inter, this is why Roma are so difficult to, to figure out because from match to match, you you really don't know what you're going to get, what what sort of face Roma is going to have, how they're going to perform. Like we're talking about specific, and Jose Mourinho even referenced certain uh, technical or tactical flaws they may have. Uh, Against Inter, we might not even see those things. I I mean, it's so confusing to me, this team. Same players. You can put them on the pitch against Genoa and compare it to what we saw, uh, you know, before the break against Cagliari. And it, it it just boggles your mind that this is the same team. It's the case of like the body snatchers. The, you never know what you are going to get from this team. But the, the thing is, even today, we are not coming on here saying that they played fantastically, that they were technically proficient, that they played beautiful football. But they got the victory, and ultimately, that is all that matters. Again, you don't get extra style points. So we talk about, and we've referenced it before, under Jose Mourinho, their ability to suffer, to suffer, to suffer. And I know that can be one of those uh, Italian tropes that maybe gets a bit overused and quite often used out of uh, or, or used incorrectly. But this is one of those things that we saw today. I, I I don't even know if that was suffering as more so persistence. Um, they know they should have scored before El Shadawi, uh, Lukaku. Um, I, I mean, the number of opportunities, there were a few of them. They know they should have had a goal. But there is something to be said that the fact that they, they still keep going. They still keep going. They still, they will keep trying. And I know in our patron group chat, man, I mean, 
uh, five seconds before the goal of El Shirawi uh, to after. It goes from, uh, you know, uh, who's going to be the manager uh, to replace Jose Mourinho? Why, why, why can't, uh, you know, his tactics, why, why does he set him up to play so defensively too? Oh, my gosh, Jose Mourinho, what a brilliant substitution. It's madness. Uh, I mean, I can't, I want to insert the clip from uh, uh, 300. This is madness. This is madness. That's what it is. That's right there. Like the thing, the the way you fell 10 seconds before the goal of uh, El Shirawi to the the five seconds after where you are going insane and drinking wine or whatever you are doing, celebrating with your, with your friends. That is basically Roma in a, a, a nutshell. In a in a nutshell, or in a, is it a nutshell? Is that what the saying is? Okay, that is Roma in a nutshell. Yes, like congratulations, John. You got English. I I asked Roma the ten seconds before El Shanawi's goal to the five seconds after. That is the experience of Ias Roma. That's the metaphor for it. That is. We live in that moment. Those 15 seconds, that is where we live for 15 years. You know, it's it's something that frustrates you. Yet those five seconds, as angry as you were previously, man, those five seconds after, they feel great. But that is that and the fear of conceding in those final moments. That's the essence Mm. of Romites. Yes. Getting ahead of the opponent and then. Just equally as well, we we could I I could have fully believed had I not been watching the game if somebody told me yeah we we conceded after El Sharawi scored I would have totally believed you. Yes, oh, <laughs> thank God yeah, it, it happened two weeks or three weeks ago against Torino. Exactly. So thank God, thank God there was some improvement in that. Thank God we don't have to come on here and be all depressed. Thank God. Because, again, the team has the quality to make a difference. But it is up to them to believe in that. It is up to them. We fans can only cheer for them, but uh, it's the team that has to go into the next games with that same mentality of no matter what happens, we still got the goods to beat whoever (laughs) is in front of us. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Punto Like I, I was going to ask you, what is your early read for the match against Inter? I don't have one. You probably don't either. Be- what read am I supposed to have? I. It's going to be difficult, but it's it's difficult with Monza. It's difficult with Slavia Praga. It's going to be difficult with Inter. So there is no easy game. Me- the games that were supposed like I- to be easy, we dropped the most points in those games. So yeah. again, I- you could tell me they went three to zero, tied three to three. Win one to zero, lose seven to zero. I can believe every single one of those scenarios. I don't know what that's if that says more about me, if it says more about Roma. I don't know. But <laughs> the thing is, you you don't know as far as far as the result goes, and, and even to an extent the effort uh, that that magic against Genoa, I, I don't know why it's still going to live so vividly in my head just because of how low the effort was. If I, if they had just lost normally, uh, I, I probably would have not had the scars still remaining from that game, but you, you, you touched upon it. And I think this is just the way to end because I, I don't really know what else to add to it because 
this is something that I do think under Jose Mourinho, they, they are a bit more proficient in just in terms of they do keep a belief uh, from zero until the 90th. I mean, the, say what you want, but I mean, match or ma- games under, you know, Eusebio uh, Di Francesco. I, I mean, you could tell they were down, out, finished. They had nothing left in the 60th uh, 60th minute or something. You know, I, I always go back to that match against Cagliari because of the face of uh, Di Francesco. But after Cagliari gets that late goal, you just said, you could have told me Monza were going to uh, earn a, find the late one today and you would have believed it. Like on the flip side of that, under Di Francesco, I never thought Roma were going to get a, a late winner like they did against or, you know against Cagliari in that match. I, I had zero belief. Uh, <laughs> With Jose Mourinho, though, I, I probably would have been able to believe it. Um, so at minimum, because I know, in, again, in our Patreon group chat, I mean, people, the the knives, how quickly they come out for Jose Mourinho. I mean, you would think that the guy was, a, 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 you know, a, a serial killer or something. I mean, some of the way people turn on him so quickly. I... I for all of it, whatever faults you may have with the guy, and I know I sound like somebody called somebody. I was called in one of the comments a Jose sexual or a Joe sexual. I thought it was more sexual, whatever it is. I, I probably am guilty of doing that. But after having done this for as long as we have, you know, having been through uh, uh, Roma of Di Francesco, Zeman more than once being subjected to some of the worst of the worst football. I mean, at least being able to hold the belief that under a manager, this team can pull something out at the end. And uh, by the way, on top of that, to suffer for long periods of time, bending without breaking. I I love it. And I don't know. Uh, yes, our cardiologists are going to tell us to stop doing whatever it is we're doing that induces a lot of stress, but you're going to have stress with Roma no matter what. So, I mean, beyond that, Andy, I don't know what else to add. I, I mean... I think that's it. Yeah. I, I, a win is a win is a win. That's it. Let's end it on that. I don't know what else to say. A win is a win is a win. El Shirawi, perfect. Yeah, it was uh, sublime. Absolutely sublime. And I am very happy for him. So we will leave it there. Uh, we will be back later in the week after Europa League before the match against Inter. So until then, ciao. Ciao.